welcome back to Having It Made with Alexandria Jade. I am your host, Alexandria Jade, and today I have two lovely powerhouses on this interview. Just so super excited to do this. I have the lovely Shakira Two Times, yes, host of Shack with the Facts. And the beautiful Madison Murray, the host of the Majestic Mix podcast. How are you ladies doing? Hello, I am doing well. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. I, I am very, very grateful. I'm super excited as well. Thank you so much for having us. Um, honestly, this is definitely like an honor. I really love your work and I just could not wait to be here today. Oh. I'm excited to have you too. I was like the energy of this segment, just you know, having three hosts just on on this podcast. I was like, this is just gonna be a wonderful segment. Um, definitely a different episode compared to all the other episodes I've been recording. So, yes, I'm excited to see the gems you ladies are gonna drop for our audience today, our listeners. I know they're going to be really taking some notes just listening to you guys. Yes, yes, yes. So yes, ladies, how's this life been with COVID interviewing the process of the media world for you guys? Shakira, yeah. yeah, so honestly, for me, I moved to LA one year before COVID started. Mm-hmm. And the first year was amazing. I got to do some really dope things. And mm-hmm. I loved being on the carpet and doing live interviews. However, COVID, um, even though it hurt my pockets, Mm-hmm. It helped me host wise because I was able to find online outlets that were looking for hosts and journalists to do interviews. So I honestly built a big chunk of like my current portfolio during COVID. So mm-hmm. it's been cool. It hasn't been bad at all. Um, I keep telling others and, you know, even myself to really push social media because you can do just as much networking electronically, virtually as you can in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really dope. But obviously, you know, I love in-person interviews um I like press releases I like red carpets so I am missing those things like crazy but I have thankfully still been able to do interviews Mm -hmm. and Madison I see a lot of doors have been opening up for you just as far as you know you still being in school how have things been definitely um honestly I think a lot of my my opportunities kind of came out of COVID as well Mm. um I was already podcasting before, you know, the pandemic, but when the pandemic hit and, you know, we had to kind of pack up and go home, it was kind of tough because I was, okay, I'm so used to being with the people I get to speak to, but now I have to figure out ways to kind of do that same thing and kind of, you know, let my listeners get the same vibe as if I'm sitting in the same room with them. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to challenge myself to really be creative because I started out in college very, very shy, very introverted, but I knew this is something that I want to do. Speaking, like I really love to talk to people and I love to tell stories and, you know, get to connect with my listeners. And so it was pretty tough at first, but a lot of my opportunities definitely did come out of COVID. Like my Sony opportunity, I was a writer for FM Hip Hop Radio. Right. ambassadorships now I do a lot of work with culture fusion agency so I get to work with different artists signed to these different labels and it's honestly really just a blessing that I can still do exactly what I like to do within like such a tough time for a lot of people it's definitely been a blessing so far Speed it up. Ah, speed it up.
I'm super excited to do this interview with you guys, this segment, um, having it made as a media host, just you guys like pointers, how you guys just go about the interviewing process. So my first question is with interviewing artists and musicians, what is the typical layout before you guys interview? Yes, I love that question. So it really depends on who. Um, I was working with a media company called Where's the Buzz, where I actually got the chance to interview um, people that I am like legitimate fans of, like Trevor Jackson. His I saw mask. that. I saw um, that interview. That girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, you are so funny. I love your energy. But people like him and um, like Ray Ray from Mindless Behavior, like somebody I used to have a crush on in middle school. So people like that it's a little bit of a different process than, um, you know, my, my best friend who is super talented and a great actor or, you know, local people. And it's not, um, it's of course the interview feels going to be the same because everyone is human. Everyone's the same, but I have to, I've always been big on improv. I love to just go with the flow. I'll write down two to three questions. The rest just flow to me. But when it's somebody who is out there, like for real, and that I'm, I might be fangirling a little bit, I like to structure my interviews a little bit more just to make sure that I don't geek out and go off topic, say something I shouldn't say, because I don't have a filter. So <clears throat> with Trevor specifically, <laughs> I remember, I think that was the first like virtual interview I did that was a big name. Um, I just studied everything about him, all the movies he had been in, all his music, kind of just deep dove, went to Apple Music, put his songs on shuffle and asked questions that I thought would not be typically asked. Um, my biggest thing about journalism, similar to uh, what she said, is I like to tell a story. I there You can look up someone's interviews and see the same 10 questions all the time. So I like to kind of deep dive and, and think as a fan, like what would your fans want to ask if they had the opportunity? So I did that type of research. Now with uh, my friends and the amazing local artists that I've met out here in LA, 
I do the same. I study their work and then I just go off the vibe, honestly, like depending on how they're, how they come off and how open they seem. Those are the questions that I ask. Yes. And Madison, I saw you recently, you know, you just did your interview with Sway Lee and you, also yeah, she is out here just doing it. Doing also, it. She also interviewed Pooh Shiesty. Yeah. Okay, she also just so recently dope. interviewed Pooh Shiesty. <laughs> what was it like just before doing that interview? Like, how did you prepare yourself? Okay. So I'll start with Sway. The Sway interview literally came to me the day of. Like, my boss at Culture Fusion, she hit me up. She was like, Madison, hey, look, I know you know the Sway event is today, but we want you to host it. So I'm like, what? And I literally have two hours to get all of this together. So typically, my process is very similar. I um, I do a lot of research. I, I start at the week I'm doing the interview, and I'll just, you know, I'll watch little interviews to see, like you said, the frequently asked questions. I try to stay mm-hmm. away from those as well because, you know, I don't want the artists to get, like, bored or just feel like it's just an interview. I definitely want them to come and feel comfortable and feel like they've already talked, they're talking to somebody that they already know. Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as Tway went, I was super, super nervous because I had just those two hours to get ready. So I'm like, okay, let me do my hair, let me get right. And then the audience was, it was at least 50 people in the audience. And so it's a little different when it's virtual because you get to like actually look at everybody and scroll through on Zoom and see who all is in here. And so um, as soon as I got on camera, I was like, you know, Sway, how are you? And he said he liked my hair. And that kind of like, I was like, what? Because I, I literally that. just did my hair. So <laughs> so as soon as he said that it kind of it kind of gave me the opportunity to kind of up, open up a little bit more my nervousness went down I felt like I was talking to somebody that I already knew mm-hmm. and so I think when I reached that point I get really comfortable the pool interview it kind of went the same way he was very very sweet I, I really do love I would say my favorite part of the interview process is the beginning because you really get to see exactly how the interview is going to go at the first question I can already tell how the interview is going to go based off of you know how I can get the artist to open up and respond and so um yeah my interview process as well I do my research I um I also listen to a lot of music so I can ask about certain songs and I also find that some artists let you play a game with them so I've started to do you know top fives like I'll ask oh what's your top five off of this album or your top favorite five producers and it gets them thinking so I try to get real creative in my interview process Mm -hmm. definitely definitely I love it I love it see just gems gems all around (laughs) see I'm just taking notes right here I'm just sitting here taking notes like yes I'm gonna listen to this episode all the time as a host how do you ladies maintain the consistency and energy to continuously interview back to back Madison we'll start with you so I already said like the introduction part is my favorite part of the interview. I typically go through kind of what I'm going to say before I say it. So before I even get on and the event even starts, I, you know, I just go through like, okay, should I say it this way? Should I say it that way? Should I be calm? Do I want to be super hype? I kind of just, yeah, go through the motions before I even do anything um as far as energy goes luckily I do have people who believe in me like my bosses certain events they'll schedule me for if they feel like you know the energy needs to be up here and you know some of the stuff that's like you know the energy is a little bit lower they'll let me know before because they notice I have such a high energy and I'm always like super excited to just talk and tell those stories and so um you know I kind of give myself the heads up as well as get the heads up before I interview anybody Mm-hmm. Is there any like specific warm up that you do like mantras you say? Mm, 
honestly yes and it, it happens in the mirror when i'm getting ready like i'll just go ahead what's up y'all or i'll go ahead and um if i'm reading off of a script i find sometimes that i can kind of improv in between um you know i, I tr try to put who i am in with what's given to me and it works pretty well i just i definitely just make sure i go ahead and um you know just practice a little bit before i get into anything yes so i agree with her and like she said earlier i love to talk so i don't typically get tired or low energy because as soon as i know i'm about to do an interview i'm like through the roof i'm hyped now there's been times where it's been a long day or like I, I'm a freelance journalist. So sometimes I'll get a call from a random production on a Tuesday and be like, hey, can you do this event tonight? And mm -hmm. it'll catch me off guard. I live in LA, there's so much traffic. So situations like that, then I'm like, okay, I do need to mentally prepare. But typically the energy is always there just cause I'm so excited. And I notice like the nervousness that's mixed in with it, just give me more energy. So it works out on camera for me. I don't have a like a go-to routine before getting ready, but um, what I will say is similar to what Madison said is when I'm getting ready for the day, for the interview, whatever, I put on my, can I say curse words? Are you good? Um, okay, <laughs> I put on my bad bitch playlist um, <laughs> and I just vibe out, you know, to just kind of restore my confidence <laughs> and make sure I'm good to go. If there are any, like if, if people's, if there's any pronunciation issues or anything like that, words that I feel like I could stumble on, I'll practice those specific words. But as far as like my script or whatever, I literally do not practice it because it'll make me more nervous and I'll get more in my head. I just take a deep breath and go once the, once the cameras are rolling and hope for the best. So mm -hmm. uh, that is my kind of routine. So yes, Shaq with the facts and the mm -hmm. Majestic Mix podcast. How was it coming up with a creative outlet and branding yourself just as, you know, creatives? Like, how did it get started? That's a great question. First of all, I love that name, Majestic Mix Podcast. I got to tell you. I love in. it too. Oh, that's so dope. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was Shaq with the facts. So Shaq became a nickname of mine in college because I used to work at a call center and older people didn't know how to say my name. So I'm like, you just call me Shaq for short. Um, and then my friends started calling me Shaq. It's kind of a play on words because I'm like 5'1", the opposite height of Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. So that stuck. And then when I moved to LA, I'm like, okay, you know, to get noticed or to get a job, to get hired, like I have to do, I have to start putting out my own content. Otherwise, how am I going to present myself to anybody else? And I don't even remember how the name came to me, but it came to me about a year and a half ago. And the original idea was me out on the streets of Hollywood Boulevard interviewing strangers, like picking, you know, three pop culture topics and just going up to random folks. Well, I soon found that one is illegal. Two, the audio, unless you have great audio equipment is trash because if you guys have ever been to Hollywood, it's so loud. And three, uh, COVID happened. So I, you know, I wasn't gonna keep going up to strangers. So um, in the middle of COVID, literally right after my birthday in June, I was like, I need to figure out a way to still incorporate Shaq with the facts and figure this out. So I started brainstorming. I reached out to one of my roommate's friends who makes logos, we got the logo done. And I was like, this is how it's gonna go. And it's honestly still a work in progress. I just dropped my fourth episode and I'm still learning as I go. You know, I wanna do something big for the 10th episode. I'm super excited for it. Um, but I, and I've been a part of other people's shows and you know, I have a, um, uh, a joint podcast with a friend and things like that. But this is the first thing of my own that I'm, you know, editing, producing, writing by myself. So, so far, so good. I really love it. I just need to focus on my consistency because I get distracted so easily. Uh, but so far, so good. It's been, a, it's been really fun. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> 
I first want to congratulate you on making it to the 10th episode because I definitely feel what you said about consistency. It does get hard. It gets super hard. Ooh, I definitely yes. want to go ahead and congratulate you on that because that is super dope. And I love the name, by the way. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. Um, My process, it was kind of tough because I told you all when I got here to college, I was kind of an introvert. And um, I've always known that I wanted like a really big platform. So I was like, okay, realistically right now, I don't have a camera. Um, You know, what can I work with? And so, you know, podcasts just came to mind. So I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm going through some names and I'm like, no, I'm trying to fit figure out which name really does fit me and my initials are mm so that's kind of how i got majestic and mix mix mm. because i have so thank you mix because i have mixed interests i pretty much talk about a lot of things with on my podcast i like to say nothing's off limits um but i try to kind of connect it to a lesson when i do say something on there um so you know a little bit into that I do also struggle with consistency. Like I had to get a plaque made with myself on it just so I can know like, look, it's time to create. Uh, Today we got to create. And so, um, you know, whenever I look at it, I'll just start brainstorming. Okay, we don't want to talk about this week or should I mm -hmm. save it for a different time? I kind of just go with what feels right before I start to record. And then I'll be like, okay, do I do I need a guest today or can I just go ahead and plug my mic up and just start talking? So sometimes, sometimes I don't have anybody. So, you know, when I don't have a lot of people, I try to limit my episodes to, for them not to be so long because I do like, I'm into like things that have to do with, you know, attention spans. I already understand how that is. When you mm. may be listening to a podcast and so I give myself a little bit of a time limit and sometimes I have two cards, sometimes I don't. Even for me, I like to go ahead and just prep out what I'm getting ready to say. But sometimes it's just from the brain. So that's kind of how it works for me in my podcast process. Mm -hmm. Been interviewing just different people on your platforms. Um, are there ever times that you ladies feel like you're running out of creative content? And if so, how do you guys pull to find like brainstorming new ideas? So actually, no, I have the opposite issue. I have so many ideas and I either don't have the time or the tools or the space to execute them. So I'm trying, to, I've been trying to figure out a way to kind of condense them. Like I just started, I, sh I didn't just start. I started a segment in college called Feature Story Fridays um, where I interview, I pick a person and we sit down and do a 15 to 20 minute uh, segment. And I just kind of changed that to Feature Story Fridays, why I moved to LA. So it's specific because there's so many people, you know, from all over the world that have moved here. So for me, it's like the opposite. I'll have an idea and I'm like, okay, this is dope. How can I connect this to everything else I'm doing? So it's not super random. So yeah, um, as far as, you know, kind of hitting a that, for me, the creative block that I struggle with is is not necessarily content wise, but just the energy to do it or the, like I said, the tools to do it. Like I might have this dope idea, but I'm missing some pieces so I can't execute at the time. And when that happens, I just find another way. That's, you know, that's the solution always. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What about you, Madison? For sure. Creative block hits me very hard. Like when it hits me, it really does hit me. Um, and so that's why I kind of made my research process a week in advance. That way I already have my FAQs listed out in front of me. So I'm like, okay, 
if I just ask this to the last person, then I might skip over this one and go to this question. So I kind of start with a question and form all the rest of my questions. As far as creative block goes, a lot of times when I am in front of my mic, I try to just, sometimes I plug it up when I experience creative block and I just start talking and I'm like, okay, here's some ideas. My ideas are flowing. Um, I'll pause the recording if I come to a new idea, but actually one of my episodes, I was experiencing so bad that I made it a topic. So sometimes when something is heavily on my mind, I'll just kind of play off of it and you know use it in a way to where it may help someone because I know creative block that's a huge thing especially when you're pursuing media when you're pursuing some type of art it's super big so I was like okay let's just let's talk about it because the more we talk about it the more ideas will start to flow and that's what I find the more I talk about what's in my mind the more I can you know visualize it and then when I visualize it I can just go ahead and write it down and just go ahead and record it. So this is the beginning for you ladies to do such amazing things. I'm so excited to see what you guys do in the future. So who are you guys looking to interview next? Like who's next on the roster? Like who are you guys looking at? Who looking forward to interviewing? Who are you looking at a little interview with Madison? Who's next? I actually can't say too much, but what I can say is this person and I have been working for a little while, and this person is also up for our Grammy. I feel you now. We 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 go we just go wait till you drop. We excited. Yes, yes. I'm very excited for it. Like this was low key years in the making. And so now that time is starting to, you know. I'm letting time fly by and I've already had so much I wanted to ask this person. I'm excited, but after Grammy time, we'll be discussing it some more. But you know, when you saw NDAs, it's really hard to talk about it, but that's all I can say. I'm super excited to put it out. For me to answer your question, it's hard for me because I'm freelance. So I literally, like I'm, you know, I have a job interview after this. I would love to work for a production right now. But for me, I'm always just like searching different production companies that need hosts. But I might, not might, I will be soon doing my first celebrity interview completely independent. I interviewed her in the past um, with a production company and she agreed to doing an interview, just her and I one-on-one, like just a shack with the facts. So I'm very excited. My hint is that she um, is in a show that recently premiered their third season. And that's all I'm gonna say. My light keeps going off. I'm so sorry, y'all. This is ghetto. I'm about, to start, okay. I'm about to start digging and doing my research. <laughs> Who y'all out here interviewing? Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited to see what you ladies do in the future. So my last question, you know, before I end our segment, if you could describe your hosting style in one word Ooh. or just your brand, who you are as a, a brand, like your platform, in one word, how would you describe yourself? If you got more than one word, that's completely right. But who is Madison Murray <laughs> and Shakira two times? Ooh, you go first, Madison. That's a hard. That's a, she's a good host because that's a good question. <laughs> that is a really good question. Um, luckily, I, I can't kind of answer it because it's like a play of my name. So I'll say versatile because my interests are so mixed. Like I really don't have a specific limit to who I want to interview and who I want to talk to because I'm into a lot of things, entertainment, sports, slight politics, music, music. I'm really heavy into music. I'm currently like 
My main role is being a music journalist day to day. Yeah, um, so versatile. I'm sorry, who you currently You said who am I listening to? Yes. Ooh, R&B or rap? All of the above. Ooh, it's crazy because I love old hip hop so, so much. And so a lot of times I'll start my day with like a lot of old hip hop. Like I love a trap called Quest. I love Nas. I love Nothing Man, Red Man. There's so many people that I love to just start my day. But currently, um, R&B wise, I'll say Sir, Her. Um, There's so many people in Mistego. Like there's so many people in R&B killing it right now that I'm just like really into R&B. And I'm trying to collaborate a lot more with R&B artists because I've done a lot of rap per se but you know R&B that's definitely my thing right now and slightly rap I do love rap man so I was trying to think of a word this whole time but I was also listening to her so I'm going to go with unconventional um because I just I, I like to maintain professionalism in interviews but I wanted to just feel like we are talking like and I am a weird person like I have the I think of I have the weirdest thoughts sometimes, you know what I mean? I ask the weirdest off the wall questions. If I feel comfortable with you, my energy is like, we've known each other. So for me, I think it's just something different. I always want to say like, oh, I want to be the next Oprah, which is still true, but a little less reserved. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like Oprah and 106 in Park is, is my ideal, <laughs> my ideal goal. So that is the word I'm going to use, unconventional. I love it. I love it. Well, ladies, I would just like to say thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. It was such a pleasure just, you know, getting into the minds of such beautiful creatives and you guys are just killing it out here. You guys are an inspiration. So thank you so much for taking the time today. Where can we find you guys? Where can we find your work? You know, we got to keep up on this interview y'all about to drop. Like, Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I love it. So I just want to say thank you. You are killing it. You are a phenomenal host. You're doing your thing. I don't know if y'all saw her recent photo shoot. Go double tap that. Um, but you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh youtube all shakira two times um linkedin because i'm looking for a job shakira edwards also if you haven't checked out hip-hop uncovered on fx and hulu there is an interview snippet of me in there on episode six so check that out as well y'all again it's shakira two times and of course i always follow back Right now, everything is Maddie by Nature. YouTube, I'm trying to get some more content up there. So subscribe to Maddie by Nature. Instagram, Twitter, Maddie by Nature. LinkedIn is my name, Madison Murray. Um, everything primarily is on there. The podcast is at The Majestic Mixed. And that's available on all platforms as well. And so basically, you know, if you, if you see Maddie by Nature or Madison Murray, both me. Yes, yes, guys. So that concludes up today's episode of Having Me with Alexandra Jade. Again, I would like to thank my lovely guests for joining me today, and I will catch you guys next episode. Yay! Thank you so much. Speed it up. Uh, speed it up. Scotty. Hey guys, be sure to stream the Having It Made playlist, which can be found on Apple Music as well as Spotify, as well as Favorite Mix Fridays, which can be found on SoundCloud, which includes some incredible mixes from some incredible artists. So yes, yes, yes. And ta-da. Bye.